you don't know this? This is when Paul was known as P-Wime back in the <laughs> 80s, and he did a mixtape. No, that was one no, of his songs. No, no, no. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress, the hate of men will pass and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people. Because history has shown us that courage can be contagious, and hope can take on a life of its own. I will bring you hope, and I ask only one thing in return. We move now, together. Not at all. Hope is not lost today. It is found. Hope is what keeps you going. Even if the whole world is telling you to move, it's your duty. Plant yourself like a tree. Look them in the eye and say no. You move. Welcome to the Skiffy and Fandy Show. Another turn of the cosmic year 2017 and 2018. I'm Sean. I'm Jen. I'm Paul. I'm David. Uh, I don't know where we go from here. What do we do from now? Like, shit, I've forgotten how to do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> do I have to take the wheel from my parents here? <laughs> Anyway, listeners, this is our annual episode where we look back on what we liked in 2017, what we thought was awesome, and what we're looking forward to in the year 2018, what we think is going to be awesome. So we're looking backwards, and we're looking into our crystal ball. But first, we need to mention a few things. There's some changes, some scary stuff, some happy stuff. Jen is going to wear a bunny suit. No, I'm absolutely not going to wear a bunny suit. If our Patreon gets up to $500 a month, Jen will wear a bunny suit. Okay, for $500 a month, I might wear a bunny suit. (laughs) Uh, So a couple of things. Uh, We're still running our listener reader survey gizmo. So if you'd like to do that, skiffingfanny.com slash survey. We're going to run that to the end of the month, roughly. It'll stay open for a couple more days after that. So yeah, so if you'd like to give us your thoughts on things, please do so. And uh, we also have a big new fancy website. Yay! Yay! And we are so, so grateful to Jade Ivy Monet of Alt J Designs for working with us through the process of designing the new website. She did it all and she's phenomenal and we love her. So go check out her work. And I guess the other big thing is we have a new theme. So in case you, you didn't hear the big announcement, our new theme is cooking. So every episode <laughs> from now on, members of the show are going to share their favorite chili recipes and you know david will bring some poutine in and it'll be great sadly i think this might be podcast infringement on fran wilde and Elliot data bodard's and paul's cooking the book that is a conflict of interest guys yeah so i think we're gonna have to change our theme to something else unfortunately no 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 no. do they spend every podcast eating the food they made really loudly into a microphone no no thank goodness we got our thing guys we're good I'm looking forward to slurping some soup. No, but seriously, what is our theme? So our real actual theme is hope. So last year we had a theme about inclusion and we kind of meant it a little bit as like a political message of like a giant middle finger to the fact that 2017 was a hellscape brought on by Hellraiser himself. But this year we thought we're going to change the tone a little bit. Let's go to some happy stuff and we're going to look at things about hope. Where hope arises, how hope manifests in our fiction, how we can find hope, right? Hopeful ideas, hopeful concepts, not just utopia, but realistic things as well, looking at activism and other kinds of positive portrayals of hope. And it's going to be a really cool, wonderful 
thing. It'll be interesting when we get to horror and we, we want to find the hope in the horror. I'm sure David will have plenty to say on that, but it should be fun. Let's hope. <laughs> that See was the I greatest so one of the other areas that's kind of a big thing going on with what we've done with the website, obviously, is the separation of the feeds, looking towards creating more of a Skiffy and Fanti network than just the Skiffy and Fanti show. Anybody who's on the feed right now, the main feed, and hasn't changed anything, you're still getting the same feed. You're just going to find there's new stuff in there now. Also, you're going to find, as some people discovered suddenly that you can download more episodes than ever before. But the point is, there's the main feed, which is called the Full Experience feed. That gets all of the podcasts all in one place, so you can get everything in case you don't want to pick and choose. And then you can go to individual podcasts, and those will have their own unique feeds that just have the episodes from that particular sub-show, as it were. And we're working on getting everything up on iTunes and all of the stuffs. And just as a reminder, if you do have a particular podcast directory or app, and you want to make sure that we put our thing on that thing then just let us know but if you just go to skiffyandfanty.com and you can go to the podcast you can find any of the shows you'd like if you just want to stay on the full experience podcast go for it meanwhile along with all these new feeds will come the return of some old shows and some new shows which is very exciting the main one of which will start next month and that's rachel cordasco's speculative fiction in translation podcast Uh, we're really excited to have her as part of the team and look forward to what that podcast will bring to you our listeners over the coming hopefully years in addition you'll hopefully see sooner rather than later some more episodes on the show formerly known as shoot the whiz television we don't have a name yet but we will yep we're working on it check our twitter feed we're always looking for new names yes so paul mike and sean will be continuing with their reviews of babylon 5 which is cool the other new show that we will be introducing very soon hopefully which will be in addition to our regular reading rangers which we are currently reading through the vorkoskin saga but we're adding reading rangers shorts which will be a review show of short fiction we're not exactly sure what that's going to look like quite yet but we're excited about bringing some new voices in to talk about short fiction so that'll be super cool is that everything i think that's everything that's everything that is ready to announce at this moment because <laughs> the Skiffy and Fanti brain trust is full of at least 12 dozen ideas at any one time, including what I shared on the on the Skiffy and Fanti Twitter feed and that some people apparently have already volunteered themselves for. The big hope is that you guys out there are lovely listeners and thank you, by the way, to all of our Patreon supporters who have supported us up to this point and continue to support us because you made it possible for us to get the new website. So thank you. Thank you so, 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 thank so you. much. Thank you. Uh, we really appreciate it and you're allowing us to do more and better things as we move along. But we really want to reach that $150 level because, yes, we are adding speculative fiction and translation, but we really want to do a new show just for our Patreon supporters at some point. But we have to hit that $150 level. So help us get there. Go pledge your support on Patreon because we love you and you love us. $500 Jen wears a bunny suit. Just keep that in mind. So in the meantime, why don't we get to our 2017 Looking back, what we loved about 2017, and then we will go into our 2018, what we're looking forward to. So, Sean, you're first. All right. So, 2017 was, I think it's fair to say, one of the greatest years for cinema in the history of mankind. 
none of that is true. But I, I did enjoy quite a bit of new movies and television. And so I will start with the fact that I did not hate Star Wars 8 The Last Jedi. And I have seen it four times. And I was just really excited. And I'm so glad that it was made and I didn't hate it. Still have problems with it. But every time I go and see it, I get that feeling I get every time I watch a Star Wars movie. And I just feel really good inside. And I'm just not going to argue with that. I don't give a crap if it's a perfect movie. I don't care if it's got lots of flaws and there's things that make no sense. Don't care. It gives me the Star Wars feels, and that's all that matters. And I'm going to take that to my grave. An, an imperfect movie that gives you the feels is almost the, the textbook definition of the Star Wars experience, isn't it? That's See? Exactly. David gets it. In terms of written things, Providence by Anne Leckie. Because I read almost nothing last year except student papers, and there's no way in hell I am listing student papers as a writing thing I enjoyed. No, it was a really good book, and it's Anne Lucky. I mean, Anne Lucky could write, like, a book about a talking squirrel who, like, runs around and poops on people's lawns, and I would read that, just in case that's you needed any ideas, and I'll be here all week. So my random thing is actually that I got to go to Europe, where I hung out with Paul, and I also got to ride a roller coaster I've wanted to ride for over a year and a half in Germany, and uh, I got to basically fulfill a life dream. Yay! I also went to Puerto Rico, which was also really cool, because I am a Caribbean scholar who'd never been to the Caribbean. <laughs> life goal complete. That's all I got to say about that. So for my 2017, for my filmed experience, I have gone with The Dark, which is the first German Netflix original series. And it really scratched the itch that I had from the show I mentioned actually in our last Looking Back Moving Forward episode, uh, which was the OA, but also the itch from Stranger Things, which I love as well. But The Dark is just this amazing, very personal, almost visceral, speculative thriller about a fractured town full of fractured people. And I'm not going to ruin it for everybody, which is why I just called it speculative. I'm not going to even tell you what type of speculative. It's incredibly thought-provoking and incredibly rewatchable. And I look forward to going through it like three or four more times just so I actually grasp all the little bits and pieces that they are putting into that show. Really, it's just completely brilliant television series. So go watch it. My book for 2017 was An Unkindness of Ghosts by River Solomon. I was completely blown away by this book, and it is going to be sticking with me for quite a while. It's an absolutely heart-wrenching debut science fiction novel about a generation ship that functions a lot like an antebellum slave plantation. Uh, it explores bodily autonomy, queer identity, mental health, disability, and so much more and in an absolutely compelling, beautiful, and harrowing fashion. So I would absolutely recommend you buy it and read it. Uh, and I really look forward to what Reverse comes out with in the future. And then for my random thing, I'm going to just say that I got to do Signal Boost in 2017. And that was just an absolutely magical experience being able to talk to such an amazing variety of people for this show. And I look forward to the people that we get to interview this year for Signal Boost. So yeah, that's my 2017. Okay, so I guess it's my turn. 2017. I will start with uh, the movie that 
apparently has not done well in the theaters after all, which makes me sad, maybe because it is so dependent on its predecessor, but I love it because it builds off its predecessor and extends and expands its universe. I'm not talking about The Last Jedi, I'm talking about Blade Runner 2049, which I really thought was an interesting cinematic revisit to a beloved classic that revisits and reboots what that classic was all about giving it a new perspective and seeing how the world would continue after the ending of whichever original version you choose is it a perfect movie kind of like sean was asking about the last Jedi. no there's things that could be better about it but it's a slow deep interesting movie to just sit there and the movie theater i was just sitting there watching and seeing the the beautiful cinematography the theme slowly rising the background music it's a really good cinematic experience. It's a movie to think about and to enjoy and immerse myself in. And I look forward to getting it on Blu-ray and being able to immerse myself in a interesting world again and again. It's, it's the, if the original movie is a short, sharp noir, this is a long, languorous revisiting of, of those mean streets 30 years on. Written things. My favorite novel of the year is I, as I've mentioned in a couple of places now, is The Tiger's Daughter by Kate Arnasar Rivera. It's a debut novel. It's Mongolian-Chinese-inspired secondary world fantasy. It's a love story about between two women, an empress, and I can't reveal exactly what she is, but she's from the steppe. There's magic. There's scheming parents. There's love. There's adventure. It's everything I ever wanted years ago when I said, why isn't there more fantasy that doesn't have to always be Western Europe based all the time. This is the kind of novel I've been waiting for people to write and I've only be getting drips and drabs from people like Elizabeth Bear. Finally, I get a nice solid novel from a new voice and I really, really liked it. And the one random thing I liked this year was my trip to Australia and New Zealand as the 2017 Duff Delegate. So I did win the Down Under Fan Fund Delegate race in early 2017, which meant they mostly subsidized my trip to Lexicon, the New Zealand National Convention, Science Fiction Convention, which was held in a little resort town called Topo, and Continuum 13, which was the Australian National Science Fiction Convention, was in, which is in Melbourne. So I went to New Zealand, looked around, went to the convention, flew over to Australia, went to that convention, drove around Australia, met, pe- met people I've only met on the, on the internet before, including our own one of our new members, Elizabeth, who lives in Canberra, and went to see radio telescopes, waterfalls, and kangaroos, and all sorts of fun things. It was the trip of a lifetime, although, of course, I also went to Helsinki this year, where I saw Sean, which was also a trip of a lifetime. I guess I like traveling and photography and stuff, I guess, right? A little bit. Yeah, it was a good year for travel and adventures and science fiction. Um, well, for film, I think one of the the big highlight for me, and I've talked about it uh, already at length on the show, it was Get Out, uh, which was I, just like such a sharp, vital piece of horror filmmaking. And I would I would love to see it get the Hugo. Uh, I know its genre works against it for that reason, but yeah, it's a film I've watched several times since it's come out. I got uh, the chance to teach it for the first time last term, uh, and uh, my my admiration for it continues to grow. So that was, I think, would be uh, my my film highlight. In book, one of the books that gave me a lot of joy, perhaps though for the 
not the right reasons, uh, I read last summer is from 1960, so we're going back. But uh, for the last few years, I've had a chance uh, to, uh, for professional reasons, uh, as well as just straight up interest, I, I like reading a lot of tie-in fiction from different eras. And in 1960, there were three really weird novelizations that were published based on the movies Conga, Gorgo, and Reptilicus. Some instances adding a lot of lurid sex to movies that had none whatsoever. And Conga, I got to read this summer. And really, my life got better for reading such sentences as, with a tongue tip, she licked a provocative smile across the shining ribbon of her mouth. (laughs) Or... Her fingertips moved like small, warm feet across his back. Like a black avalanche, Conga sprang across the room. And finally, emerging from the dust and the falling bricks, he saw the yellow eyes that looked like twin moons in a spherical black universe. It sounds so awful in the best possible way. It really was. And this is a movie, this is a book about a giant monster rampage whose entire rampage takes up the last two pages of the book so you know but that 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 did give me so much joy so um i'm going with that and for my random thing rosie the black lab joined our family so yay rosie that's sweet yeah so yay rosie who's being a very good girl curled up sleeping while we do the podcast awesome All right, so now I guess it's time for the things that we are looking forward to in 2018. So, Sean, why don't you go first? Okay, so 2018 things I'm looking forward to. So, Black Panther, which is coming out in February, because Black Panther is... I I know that, like, we got a lot of other really cool stuff, like Deadpool 2 and Avengers Infinity War, and and Incredibles 2 is coming, which I'm also really excited about. But, like, Black Panther, the trailers have been fucking amazing. And I'm, like, so stoked. Like, I'm clenching my fists. I could, I could squeeze somebody's head off with these fists of joy right now. I'm so excited for fucking Black Panther. It's going to be fucking amazing. So, written things. Jen and I both are probably looking forward to this book, which is The Armored Saint by Mike Cole, who we're interviewing Yay! before this podcast comes out. So, this is a weird time travel thing where we're going to talk about it before we've actually finished the book. And then we're going to interview the guy before this episode actually comes out. Even though we haven't, yeah, you get you get the idea. So that's coming out. It's gonna be great. We actually have known about this book for a long time. It has been a secret thing that we have known about, and we have kept the secret. And so hopefully we'll be getting our royalty checks from Mike for that pretty soon. Uh, we're looking forward to that. And then the other book would be um, because I know that one's a good, but uh, it would be the Tangled Lands by uh, Tobias Pakel and Paolo Bacigalupi, which is fantasy. That is basically like climate change taking place in a fantasy world. So it's sort of like an extended allegory, which is really cool. And then the random thing that I have, uh, one would be that 2017 is over, thank God. And the the real thing is actually I just found out today that Tom Hardy's rap mixtape has gone on the internet. Tom Hardy, the actor who played Bane and, and was once Patrick Stewart's double, right, has a mixtape. But, like, I'm really excited to finish listening to it just because I didn't think Tom Hardy could rap. And apparently, Fool can rap. He's like a like a British Slim Shady. All right, my turn. So, the film that I'm most looking forward to after Black Panther, obviously, uh, because this is if I survive the joy that I am going to feel during Black Panther. If it hasn't killed me from happiness. 
The film that I'm most looking forward to is A Wrinkle in Time because it just has such a phenomenal cast and the decision to make the main character an adorable, amazing, wonderful black girl is just so brilliant. Directed by the amazing Ava DuVernay, uh, it comes out in March and... Like, I honestly didn't read the book when I was a kid, but I am now planning on reading the book for Retro Childhood Review for the March issue of that, and I'm super excited because this is going to do amazing things in terms of representation in film, and I'm just... Ava DuVernay has such an amazing future ahead of her. Already, she has had an amazing career, and I'm looking forward to seeing what other films that she comes up with in the future, but I'm really excited about Storm Reed, the girl that was cast as the main character in A Wrinkle in Time. And I just, it looks so powerful. And I cry literally every time I watch the trailer. So there's that. The book that I'm most looking forward to, and I'm so excited that we get to have the author on the show, and that's Trail of Lightning by Rebecca Roanhorse. This is her debut novel. It takes place after a climate apocalypse on a former Navajo reservation, the Dineta. And the main character is Maggie Hosky, a Dineta monster hunter. And I'm just excited about the premise. And I'm also super excited about what this means in terms of representation specifically, because this is an indigenous story written by an indigenous woman. And I think that's a super powerful thing. So my random for 2018 is really just that I'm excited about how we've been able to grow the Skiffy and Fanti show, and I'm excited about the things that we are doing in 2018 with Skiffy and Fanti, and it's just going to be awesome. The end. Paul, it's your turn. 2018, the TV show I'm looking forward to, I don't know, we don't have a release date exactly when it's come out, but that would be the second season of Westworld. I know some people have had issues with Westworld, but I do really, really enjoy the series. And I'm looking forward now that we've had the revelations and the robot revolution has been kicked off where the series will go in the next season. Even if um, certain characters are dead, which makes me sad, but that might be a little bit spoiler, so I'll shut up at that point. (laughs) It's Westworld. People have to die. It's Westworld. People have to die and sometimes they don't come back. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Okay, so a book. There are There are dozens of books I'm looking forward to in 2018. I will just pick one. I apologize to all my literary friends who are sad I'm not going to pick their book picks because I'm going to narrow it down. I'm going to pick the second novel from Alana C. Meyer, and her novel is called Fire Dance. It's not quite a sequel to her debut novel, Last Song Before Night, but it takes the main character from that novel and continues her story in a new part of the world. I expect it to continue the the lush poetical turns of phrase that really made the first novel come sing alive with me with, with the beauty and poetry of her created world and the centrality of her character. And I'm really looking forward to it. And the, and the cover to that novel looks absolutely gorgeous, just like the first one did. It's like, I want to go and look at that orrery on that, in real life on that, in that novel. And it makes me excited that a novelist of her talents is getting a chance to continue and express, bring her words to the world. And I'm really looking forward to that. My random thing for 2018, I am looking forward to my fall Eastern expedition. I will go and see my family once more. And then I will drive up to Montreal 
for a little science fiction convention that got funded on Kickstarter in Montreal that will take place in October in Montreal called Scintillation. It's being run by uh, Joe Walton and Ada Palmer with the help of one of my local friends here in the Twin Cities, Marissa Lingen, and I'm looking forward to going, driving up there, going to the con, and then making my way back across Canada and seeing a part of the country I really haven't seen at all. So I'm looking forward to that driving trip. I haven't done a long driving trip in a couple of years, and this hopefully will be my chance. That sounds awesome. I think the movie I'm most curious about is The Nun, which is the latest in Blumhouse's, I guess, conjuring verse. While all these other studios have been trying to replicate Marvel's success in a cinematic universe, Blumhouse has quietly gone and done it. So this will be the fifth film, and this multi-series franchise, in fact, in terms of cost-to-profit ratios, is something like 15 times more profitable than the uh, the Marvel films. Also, in, you know, look you know, interesting things like uh, Annabelle Creation, where you have uh, an ensemble cast uh, where... I think the, the only male character of any significance has about five minutes of screen time. I think some, some striking differences from the, the, the main, main, well, stuff that's been fairly standard in a lot of horror, but that we're still seeing some of the, the you know, big budget science fiction struggling to reach. Anyway, so uh, I'd be curious to see how they, they, they spin this out further, if they continue to do so. And then 2017 is, was a terrific year for horror. And so uh, this at least would be an example of... Uh, what I'm, I'm hoping to be uh, another good year. In print, there's a number of things, but you know what? I'm just at risk of all this being a little inside baseball, but you know what? I was so impressed by uh, our own Alex uh, Act Wells' Hunger Makes the Wolf last year that I am really looking forward to Blood Binds the Pack. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, you know what? For the random thing, I'm basically going to echo Jen. I am so looking forward to continuing to work with all of you fine people. It's such a it's such a wonderful thing. Oh, I love you, David. Big hug to everybody. Skippy and Fanti group hug. So obviously, we could not have our entire team on for this episode because I think there's. Seventeen, maybe eighteen of us now. I don't know. There's so many, and we love everybody. But most of our team will be on after uh, we end this with their own 2017s and 2018s. So I guess otherwise we're done. Do we have anything else to say, Sean? I like donuts. <laughs> You're still the worst. The absolute worst. What? I'm allowed to like donuts in 2018, right? We can all like donuts. Is there anything serious that you would like to add? Like, Jen, I am not a serious person. This is serious. <laughs> we could make you delirious. You should have a healthy fear of us. Too much of us <laughs> is dangerous. Record scratch. Wicka, wicka, wicka. Wicka, wicka. Awkward ending and scene done. Let's get out of here. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Becca Evans, and I review LGBTQ plus fiction on Skiffy and Fanti. And these are some of the things that I enjoyed in 2017, and some of the things I'm looking forward to in 2018. In 2017, we got the television adaptation of Neil Gaiman's American Gods. I finished the book just a few days before the first episode was released, and I was so impressed with the show. 
It had great acting, stunning visuals, and a few twists that I wasn't expecting, even though I'd just finished the book. One of my favorite books from 2017 was the new translation of The Odyssey by Emily Wilson. I'm still working through it, but this translation was what I ended 2017 with. As someone who loves classical mythology, Wilson's translation is an eloquent and fascinating look at a myth that we're all very familiar with, but still has a few surprises up its sleeves because of her amazing work. In 2018, I'm most looking forward to the next season of Doctor Who. I am a lifelong fan of the show. I watch it all the time. It's my comfort show, and I hope everybody enjoys it as much as I do. Seeing the show feature its first female doctor is an amazing thing for me. The Christmas special was a really beautiful end, and I'm hoping for a new and even more spectacular beginning. I'm also very excited for Tamara Pierce's new book, Tempest and Slaughter, releasing this February. I grew up with her Tortal series, and I never really expected to read a new one. I've been checking her books out of libraries since I was in middle school, and all of the copies that I own are dog-eared as all get out because I love them so much and I reread them so much. Pierce's Tortal books are several of the reasons why I started reading in the first place, and I can't wait to fall in love with her books again. So I hope some of the things that have brought me joy will bring you some joy as well. In the meantime, see you on the internet. Hi, I'm Daniel Hauser, and I write book reviews for Skiffy and Fancy, and have contributed to a couple of recent podcasts. This kind of thing isn't really easy for me, as I haven't yet read or seen very much that came out in 2017. One noteworthy book, though, that I've read that may not have been on many genre radars is George Saunders' debut novel, Lincoln and the Bardo. Narrated by a chorus of ghosts over the course of one night in a graveyard, this deceptively simple novel has profound depth. For movies, I've sadly only seen big-budget releases from this past year, so I have nothing that particularly needs pointing out. Looking ahead to 2018, well, I don't really know about what's coming out, but for Skiffy and Fancy, the one thing I am looking forward to immensely is Rachel Cardasco's upcoming podcasts from the realms of translated works. Hello, this is Rachel Cordasco, creator of sfintranslation.com, reviewer, translator, and newest member of the Skiffy and Fanti Podcast Network. 2017 was a very good year for speculative fiction and translation, in terms of both novels and short fiction. My favorite novels were The Invented Part by Rodrigo Frizan, translated from the Spanish by Will Vanderheiden and out from Open Letter Books, and Orbital Cloud by Taiyo Fuji, translated from the Japanese by Timothy Silver, and out from Haikasoru. The invented part is very much a meditation on metafiction and the nature of reality, while Orbital Cloud is packed with scientific and mathematical terminology mixed with a fast-paced addictive plot, and it is the definition of hard SF. In terms of short fiction, I love the variety of languages and storylines that we saw in 2017. Mila and the Person Who Saw Cetus in Clark's World and the Gates of Balawat in Samovar were special favorites. 
2018 is already shaping up to be as exciting as, if not more exciting than, 2017, with novels coming out from Iraq, Poland, Germany, Spain, Japan, China, Italy, and more, as well as anthologies from Apex Publications, World Weaver Press, and Rosarian Publishing. I'm looking forward to reading volumes 6 and 7 of the Japanese space opera series, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, and here's hoping that we get all 10 in translation. And from the author of the world-renowned Three-Body Trilogy, we will get a new novel called Ball Lightning, translated by Joel Martinson and out from Tor Books. Already, we have brilliant short fiction from China, translated by Andy Dudak, in the January issues of Apex Magazine and Clark's World. But what I'm most excited about is inviting you to listen to the brand new SF and Translation podcast right here on the Skiffy and Fanti Network. Talk to you soon. I'm Joyce Chung. I write science fiction and fantasy. For Skin and Fenty, I write Sea Quest, where I talk about things Southeast Asia. My movie for 2017 is The Last Jedi. My hard book is Water into Wine. One random thing about 2017, Avocado. For 2018, The Black Panther movie, Rust by Cindy Pond and poor tea, because Chinese tea is always good. Hey everybody, this is one of your regular hosts, Alex Axe, and sorry I wasn't there for the main recording, my job is just currently trying to murder me, but I'm here to tell you about things I loved in 2017 and things I'm looking forward to. So in 2017, there was a lot of really good stuff, but I mean, the number one thing that just blew me away was The Stone Sky by N.K. Jemisin, which is just the heart-stabbing conclusion to an already amazing series. Also, even though they're not science fiction fantasy strictly, the romances written by K.J. Charles and also the ones written by Courtney Milan basically got me through some of the worst parts of the year because I just started reading romance more. And it's nice to, you know, read books where you know that everyone is going to turn out okay and people are going to live their ordinary lives and be happy. Also, I really loved The Black Tides of Heaven by J.Y. Yang. They're amazing. They also have a second book in that novella series, but The Black Tides was my favorite because I love Akiha so much. And Star Wars fan that I am, Timothy Zahn has a, had a Star Wars novel come out uh, that's just Thrawn, and it's bringing Thrawn into the new continuity, and oh my god, this novel was just everything that I wanted it to be, and more. So that made me super happy. And then 2017 was actually just a really amazing year for movies, and so just to pick my favorites for, like, smaller independent movies... The Shape of Water, directed by Guillermo del Toro, was really good. And then Get Out, directed by Jordan Peele, was amazing. And, and you know, not a comedy. It, it's it's a horror, it's horror and dark, and it's really good. And then for big budget movies, 
Thor Ragnarok was just pure joy and everything I needed, and it made me love Taika Waititi even more than I already loved him, which I didn't think was possible. And then The Last Jedi has basically become my favorite Star Wars movie ever, and I will fight you on that. So that was 2017 and the things that helped me survive 2017. What I'm looking forward to in 2018, there aren't so many movies, because I, I went through the list and I was like, eh, about most of them, except for Pacific Rim Uprising and Black Panther. I am so excited about both of those. And then I actually have a lot of books on my list for, for things that I'm excited about, so I'm going to you know, reel those off since I don't really do comics at all. I'm really excited about The Bells by Danielle Clayton, A Blade So Black by L.L. McKinney, Oh, Author Dread Nation by uh, Justina Ireland looks really exciting. And then for novellas, the final novella of Matt Wallace's uh, Sin Du Jour series is coming out. And like that series has consistently made me scream at Matt on Twitter. So I'm really excited about this one. Martha Wells is writing more Murderbot Diaries books. And those are just really great escapist you know, narrated by a socially awkward robot reading. And then Binti the Night Masquerade by Nettie Okorafor, which is actually already out. I just haven't had a chance to read it yet. And then the last thing that I'm super excited about is there's a new Destiny 2 expansion coming later this year. And there's still some things about the game that I can complain about, but the Mercury expansion was really good. And in this one, we get to go back to Mars, so I'm happy. So that's what I'm looking forward to in 2018. And, uh... Long live the king. Hi everyone, I'm Elizabeth Fitzgerald, the young adult reviewer for Skiffy and Fanti. Today I'm here to tell you about some of the things I loved in 2017, and some of the things I'm looking forward to in 2018. One of the last things I did in 2017 was watch a beautiful anime called Your Name. It tells the story of two teenagers who wake up one day to find that they have swapped bodies. At its heart, it's a poignant romance, but it also explores the impact of natural disasters and the struggle young people face to be heard and taken seriously. It was such a beautiful way to finish the year. A book I loved to pieces was Valentine by Jodie McAllister. It's a contemporary fantasy set in a rural town in Australia. It dodges some of the tired high school tropes and throws in some less well-known fairy lore along with the more popular stuff. Maybe one of the reasons I love Valentine so much was because I read it right before I ran a game of Monster Hearts 2. Monster Hearts is created by Avery Alder and is a tabletop role-playing game about teenagers who also happen to be monsters. The new edition has introduced some ways of creating space for asexual characters and shows how the game can be used to explore social justice issues in ways that encourage thoughtfulness and nuance. Last year I discovered the TV series Elementary. It's a modern reimagining of Sherlock Holmes set in New York City. One of the things I loved most about it is the way the characters genuinely care for each other and strive to have healthy relationships. Season 5 isn't out on DVD in Australia yet, so that's something I'm looking forward to in 2018. There are so many books coming up that I'm looking forward to. I'm keen to get my hands on The Beast's Heart by Leif Shalcross. This is a debut novel that retells the popular fairy tale from the perspective of the beast, no doubt with a twist or two. Honourable mentions also go to Echoes of Understory by Thorea Dyer and City of Lies, a debut novel by Sam Hawke. 
both are coming out from Tor. I'm not generally a fan of GM-less games, but Dialect has me intrigued. Players create an isolated community, then track the development and decline of the community's language until their isolation comes to an end. And the year wouldn't be complete without a trip to the beach. I'll be packing my camera and plenty of books. Hello, I'm Stephen Geigenmiller. I review science fiction and fantasy comics and graphic novels on skiffyandfanty.com. And these are some things that I loved in 2017 and that I'm looking forward to in 2018. I was made so happy by the Netflix reboot of Voltron, Legendary Defenders. I I know it debuted in 2016, but I first saw it last year, so it counts. It's a smart, fun reimagining with beautiful animation, great action, and characters you get attached to really quickly. A comic I loved in 2017 was Moonstruck, which I reviewed for Skiffy and Fanty. It's a sweet romance about an insecure werewolf finding love while also dealing with weird magic and a prophecy. Written by Grace Ellis, with art by Shay Beagle and Kate Leff, and published by Image, this was an unexpected joy. Four issues are out as I record this, five as of January 24th, and a collected volume is due in March. I also loved my trip to the National Gallery of Canada in Ottawa, and if you think there wasn't a strong vibe of the science fictional and the fantastic there, you haven't seen the giant metal spider in front of the gallery. It was amazing and wonderful. And looking ahead, after being astounded by Coco in 2017, I'm optimistic and excited to see The Incredibles 2 from Pixar. I love when Pixar uses sequels to interrogate the premises of their movies, while also telling stories with great emotional depth. So I'm hopeful this is going to be a Toy Story 2 kind of sequel, rather than a Cars 2 kind of sequel. In comics, I'm excited to read Saladin Ahmed's first foray into creator-owned work, Abbott, from Boom Studios, with art by Sami Kavela. The story of a black woman reporter in 1970s Detroit who investigates a bloodthirsty supernatural conspiracy, which, like, just check all my boxes right there, why don't you? The first issue will be in stores on January 24th. And I'm looking forward to the SFNF surprises that 2018 brings. Like going to an art gallery and seeing a giant metal spider or an adorable werewolf rom-com, it's going to be a tough year for a lot of us in a lot of ways, and we all need to find joy where we can, so I'll be watching for mine, and you watch for yours too. I'm Trishy Matson, blog editor and occasional host of Skiffy and Fancy. My favorite book of 2017 was actually written in 2016, but I read it for the Hugo Awards voting, Nine Fox Gambit by Yoon Ha Lee. It was one of those books where it's hard going at first, trying to figure out what's going on with the war and how it all works, and then the revelation came and I figured out that the calendrical factions were about competing belief systems rewriting reality. It reminded me a little of Catherine Asara's The Last Hawk, where the battle fleets started arranging themselves in patterns replicating Quiss, a strategy game that the whole planet played. And that was really cool, and I had wished there had been more of it, and then this book sort of indulged me in that. I also loved the writing, the mathematical aspects, and how Cheris watched dramas with the servitors. 
My favorite single podcast of 2017 was Texts from the Ghost War by Alex Yushik, episode 579 from Escape Pod. It's a lovely story with mechas and romance and fighting grief while ancestral ghosts are trying to devour the present and the future, and it's told in epistolary form. I love it to pieces. For movies and TV, I cannot highly enough recommend Get Out, directed by Jordan Peele. It is a perfectly realized movie. It's amazing and horrifying, disturbing and funny and layered, and there's a lot to think about afterward. Everybody should see it, and then listen to our Skiffy and Fanty discussion about it. That brings me to my most anticipated movies and TV pick for 2018, Lovecraft Country. The Matt Ruff book was my favorite book of 2016, and in May 2017, it was announced that it's being executive produced as an HBO series by Jordan Peele, with J.J. Abrams, and with Misha Green, the co-creator and showrunner of Underground, a series I loved. I don't know for a fact that it'll be coming out this year since there's no release date yet, but whenever it does, I'll get HBO to watch it. I'm looking forward to a lot of other things in 2018, but the only thing I've pre-ordered is Saladin Ahmed's Abbott number 1. I loved Throne of the Crescent Moon, and I've been following Ahmed on Twitter a long time. A year or so ago, he mentioned how unthrilled he was with the police procedural TV show and said he'd like to see a series about a social worker and, I think, a cabbie, if memory serves, investigating unusual murders in a big city. And I was excited by that idea. I don't know if Abbott evolved directly from that, but when I heard that Ahmed and Sammy Cavella were doing a comic about a female black reporter investigating supernatural crimes in 1970s Detroit, I was sold. Happy reading and watching and discovering, everybody, for 2018. I hope it all brings you joy. Thank you for listening to the show. If you'd like to support us, you can find us at patreon.com slash skiffyandfanty. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so at our email at skiffyandfanty at gmail.com, on Twitter at skiffyandfanty, and on Facebook at the Skiffy and Fanty Show. Our intro and outro music comes from Dimension by Creo. You can find out more about them at freemusicarchive.org. <laughs>